Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having an absolutely amazing day today. Hope you guys had a great weekend, enjoyed the show and everything else we did on Friday. And give everybody a heads up. I know a lot of people asked it, so we went ahead and did it. We have a Cyber Monday deal going on today. It's basically 10% off all regular price products. So unlike, unlike last week, it does not and cannot be applied for three-pack specials, kits, stuff like that. But it is 10% off all regular price products. That's Cyber 10. C-Y-B-E-R, the number 10. Just want to give everybody a heads up on that because a lot of people were asking for it. So we decided we'd go ahead and take care of all of our customers and listeners on that again. So if you want to check it out, check it out on the website, healthmasters.com. Thank you again for your support. And I'm seeing something, and I've been watching this, and Ted and I have talked about it repeatedly over the last couple of weeks, and it's very interesting. Moderna now, it seems like every Monday we've seen this with Pfizer, uh, AstraZeneca, we've seen it with Moderna. Now, almost the beginning of every week, one of these vaccine manufacturer companies that's making this COVID-19 vaccine comes out and says they're allegedly applying for emergency COVID vaccine approval now by the FDA. And I wanted to bring this up because I had some people email this to me and they said, oh, they're getting ready to approve it. There's something else going on with the timing and the current events with this vaccine. And I want to put this out there real quick. All the listeners, everybody's emailed me. I just want to blanket cover this right now. Dad and I have already discussed and shown through the, the articles that have come out now, this vaccine's already going to get 100% approved by the FDA for emergency use. Pfizer has already started rolling out hundreds of thousands of bottles. Full production, not testing anymore, full production. Moderna came out, I think, a week and a half ago and said the same thing. They're ramping up production. I told you guys about one of the physicians that I know up in Tennessee, and he basically has told me they've had 295 bottles of the Pfizer come in as basically test bottles to basically use as a front line to test them out. This vaccine's already out. They just have not given an approval yet. And the question is, for what reason? They keep saying, oh, we're applying for emergency usage. We're applying for emergency usage. But to me, we already know the FDA's approving it. We already know production's already underway. We already know that distribution's already underway. So what event, what tick on the timeline what scenario are they waiting on to give this the green light? Because it's already been produced, in my opinion, a long time ago. It's already ready to go. The FDA is bought and paid for by Big Pharma. We know that, all the stuff they approved that should never even ever be on the market whatsoever. So what is the event? I don't know. I'm asking you guys, but there's something coming very soon because there's a reason why they haven't green-lighted this vaccine yet. Even though there's already been emergency approvals in the media, they're waiting for something very specific to come about, and I don't know what it is, so I'm going to keep researching and looking. Try, I always try to give you guys the truth and the answers, but I saw this this morning, Dad, and obviously this whole thing is becoming smoke and mirrors with this vaccine as either a distraction or a wait for something bigger so they can say, oh, we have emergency approval for it now. Oh, and we just so happened to have 10 million vials already distributed to hospitals. We need to get everybody vaccinated with this immediately because of this event. What do you think? Uh, Spiderweb. You know, last week I was out on the back porch and uh, there was a big spiderweb. 
and it was intricate. I mean, it was huge and it was intricate. And there were thousands of intersecting points into a central nexus. And the problem is, as the spider bounces across the web, you know, to try to capture something in the prey, you can't tell what the spider's doing, where he is or where he's going or whatever, but every time he moves around, you can kind of like see the web move. This is exactly what we found ourselves in. We are in a giant spider web, and that's what this is. There are literally all of these different points, you know, the Committee of 300, the Bilderberger Group, the United Nations, the Rothschild International Banking Cartel, uh, you know, all of these different organizations, the Council on Foreign Relations, have been put in to create a giant spider web, but the central nexus is always the central banks. And, and But the problem is, is that when something hits the web, the whole web moves, so you look away from the central banks and you try to figure out what caused the web to move. And here we find ourselves. Again, uh, this morning, a good friend basically texted me and sent me a voice text and told me that he's really stressed out over this election. That if, you know, this is the perfect example of the ultimate fraud that we've ever had in United States politics and that if this thing goes through and Biden wins and Trump doesn't win through the Supreme Court that he'll probably never vote again and my response was you know very simple to him I said I said you know I said you know voting has happened you know and cheating has happened for a long long time you know John F. Kennedy he got in with the mob approval of basically stuffing ballot boxes in Chicago, you know, I mean, this this is like 60 years ago. This has been happening a long, long time. So the reality is, is it really doesn't matter. You say, well, yeah, it does it does matter? Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. The central banks are in charge of everything. I mean, you know, people are sheep. They really are. If you're part of St. Brower Instagram, which I really urge you to sign up for, we went to the Mall of the Millennia this past weekend which I really had not really given any thought that it was Frank, you know, Thanksgiving Day you know, weekend as far as whatever. Traffic was awful on Interstate 4, but the mall was relatively empty. And, you know, Santa Claus, which is a huge booth set up there, and I, I don't really believe in Santa Claus and all that nonsense as far as teaching kids that, but he didn't have a mask on, but there were no children around him. Now, normally that mall, because of the Santa Claus exhibit, there's probably a hundred kids waiting to see Santa Claus. Nobody, zero people. In fact, we took an Instagram video that we posted in front of Santa Claus with him jumping up and down behind us, waving at us, <laughs> trying to get some attention. And we took the we looked in the mall and we showed everybody that we were the only two people walking around without a mask. My wife and I. Then we were promptly thrown out of a purse store. We were promptly thrown out of another store that basically, uh, you know, sells food products and utensils and stuff like that. We were promptly, promptly thrown out of the pottery bar, which I suggest that none of you ever, ever, you know, go to again. And then we went to another watch store. In fact, it was a Breitling store. And I, I had no intentions on buying a Breitling. It was a really nice watch, but they were really expensive. And they allowed us to go in without a mask on. And they didn't say a word to us. And then they showed us a few watches, and we actually did a little Instagram photo right of the Breitling store. And I promoted their store. You don't want our Instagram. And, you know, people were saying, wow, you guys are actually doing this. You are actually going into malls without a face mask on, and you're videotaping yourself and reporting. I said, well, yeah. You know, we let you guys know that we talk about it on the show here. We actually do this. And people are saying, it's amazing that you guys actually did this. And I'm like, well, yeah, I want you guys to understand that we're trying to set an example for you. We really are, that we can't be sheep. You know, 
the bankers control everything. You know, Jeffrey Epstein, Mossad did its duty. You know, we have to understand that the bankers are in control of all of it to try to push us under Noahide laws. And then I get another text. Obama's been arrested. Guys, Obama has not been arrested. All of this Q stuff that is still pumping through the media. All oh, the arrests are starting this week. Obama's already arrested. We've got the... Re no, it's not. If Barack Obama, a former president of the United States, was arrested, it would blow up the mainstream media. Just a newsflash. Obama's still being followed around by Secret Service and reporters. If he was arrested, it would be first page, front page, all page, every page, news on the entire planet, period. No, 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 they haven't been arrested. This is more CIA psychop, part of that spider web that we talked about earlier. And we need to get this, guys, and it's so important because I know you do. You guys get this. You know, Kuhn Lieb was a bank in the United States. Kuhn Lieb was run and pretty much owned by Otto Kahn. And Kuhn Lieb was used as the skeletal structure for the Federal Reserve Bank to come into the United States and take control of our money supply. That's, that's who did it. Now, Kuhn Lieb, Otto Kahn, he basically was interviewed back in about 1920. And, and they asked him a few questions. He says, ask why bankers would back communism, a system supposedly against private ownership. Otto Kahn tugged on his enormous cigar and explain that bankers create apparent opposites to remake the world according to their specifications. This is all witchcraft, sorcery, and cabal is what this is, guys. Quote, you say Marxism is the very antithesis of capitalism, which is equally sacred to us. It is precisely for that reason that they are direct opposites to one another, and they put into our hands the two poles of this planet and allow us to be its axis. Okay? These opposites basically meet again the identity of their purpose in the end by remaking the world from above by the control of the riches and from below by revolution. Our mission consists in promulgating the new law and creating a God, not the great I am, creating a God. That is to say, purifying the idea of God and realizing it when the time shall come. We shall purify the idea of identifying it with the nation of Israel which has become its own Messiah. The advent of it will be facilitated by the final triumph of Israel. Now you say, gosh, you're starting on the Israel again. And guys, let me stop for a second. If you don't get this, if you don't get this, if you don't understand that all, pretty much all cybersecurity runs through Tel Aviv and through Israel right now, and that cybersecurity has all got back doors in it, and all of this election hacking and all the other stuff was done with these different types of backdoors that were implemented via the Israeli computer systems that are being used globally. If you don't get it that the international banking cartels, the Rothschild boys, are the ones that set up Israel through the Balfour Declaration. This is just history. And they control Israel as its fiefdom. Now, I'm not picking on all Jews here. Let me make, to make this very clear. The Kabbalist-run Israel, they're Sabbatean and Frankists is what they are, but they also practice Kabbalah. And the thing about it is, is guys, these are the ones that run Israel. Now, they're probably only 2 or 3% of the population of Israel, quite frankly. 
the rest of them are just Jews over there that are practicing out of the Talmud or practicing out of the Torah, and they're really not involved in any of this stuff. And these guys, these synagogue of Satan guys, which is the Bible, the Bible calls them this. They claim to be Jews, but they are not. They're the synagogue of Satan. It says this in the book of Revelation. They're the ones that are running the entire planet. It's a tiny little group of people that run the planet. And, you know, everybody wants to pick on the Jews all the time. You know, I'm going to say it again. There are good Jews, bad Jews, good Muslims, bad Muslims, good Hindus, bad Hindus, good Christians, bad Christians, good Catholics, bad Catholics. We can't do that. you got to pick on the Satanists. And I had an argument one time with Tex Mars when I was co-hosting, sub-hosting the Power Hour, which is Joyce Riley's old show. And he was on there as a guest, and he was blaming everything on the Jews, the Jews, the Jews. And I said, look, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of bad Jews. There are a lot of good Jews. There are a lot of people who basically claim to be Jews who aren't Jews who are Satanists. And I said, George Bush, George W., who brought us 9-11, is not Jewish. Bill Clinton is not Jewish. Hillary Clinton is not, not Jewish. Barack Obama, probably a Muslim. I said, we've got to understand that it's the group of Satanists that run the world. So let's leave it at that. But these guys run Israel. Just quite frankly, they run it. Benjamin Netanyahu is a Satanist. I would not doubt that Angela Merkel is a Satanist. She's raising hardcore communism. So we've got to understand this is where we find ourselves. So should we be upset about what's going on with the election? Absolutely, yes. Should we lose sleep over it? Uh, no. Why? We survived eight years of the gay canyon with a guy as a wife, transgender, according to Joan Rivers. So we've got the gay canyon that we've got already that we've gone through. Wasn't even an American citizen. He was basically known for frequenting the gay bathhouses in Chicago. And his transgender wife, Michael, who's also known as Michelle. And we went through that for eight years. What they're trying to do here is make you think that you've got a choice as far as nationalism or communism. Guys, they controlled Trump. His wife, basically, was involved in, how should I say? Well, I'm not going to go into that. She, don't, she's not who you think she is. His, and I don't get me wrong, she's sweet. She seems sweet unless she talks about how much she hates effing Christmas. You know, just thought I'd mention that again, which she really did say. I mean, I, I heard her on the audio tape saying it, and now she's wanting to thank people around the country for helping them to decorate the White House, which is interesting. You know, Donald Trump's first wife was involved with Ghislaine Maxwell in recruiting young girls for Jeffrey Epstein. Donald Trump himself was basically bought off and paid for basically by, you know, Rothschild Inc., Wilbur Ross in 1989. Not making any of this stuff up. So you really think that this man has your best interest at heart? He makes it a sport to basically seduce and have sex with married women. And he's done that his entire career. You saw that with the attitude that he had with Billy Bush on the interview out of his own mouth. He's been under a whole bunch of lawsuits for all kinds of sexual harassment, but we don't see those because they've been hushed up very, very quickly because the media is also controlled by the Rothschilds. Now, personally, people say, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. Does it really matter? I don't know. Do you care? I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of indifferent. I have an ambivalent relationship towards all of this stuff because I know that Joe Biden's a buffoon. He's not going to run the White House. Well, Camilla Harris is going to run it. She's the hoe. Well, no, she is the hoe. She, she is the hoe. But is she really going to run it? Probably not. The bankers and the Kabbalists are going to run the White House just like they've done for all these past administrations as John F. Kennedy. The only one who had any kind of chance 
to break this loose was Kennedy, and they killed him. And then Reagan tried to break loose, and they tried to kill him. That tells you who they are and what they're able to do and how they have no limit to their resolve if they decide they're going to kill somebody. But then let's, let's look at what's really going on with the Kabbalists over in Israel. And I covered this story last year. We were like one of the only stories, groups of people. We were like, we were pretty much the only people to cover this. Crucified Ronald McDonald's sculpture sparks protests in Israel from the few Christians that are there and in Palestine from the Christians. They actually took a full-size Ronald McDonald and hung him on the cross as an effigy and as ridicule of Jesus Christ. Now you say, well, this, this is crazy. What, I know it is, guys. I, I'm aware of that. But, you know, why did no one else talk about this? Oh, well, that's because so many of the other, basically, shows out there are Zionist media. And they're not going to talk about the folks in Israel hanging across of Jesus Christ depicted as Ronald McDonald hanging in a major museum in Tel Aviv. Now, I posted this again on our website so you guys can see it. But that's what we're against right now. This is a battle not against flesh and blood, but against these wizards and warlocks from the ancient Canaanite Egyptian religions and mythology that have been around on this planet through the bloodlines of the Nephilim, through the bloodlines of the fallen. They consider themselves to be the, they consider themselves to be the benign Nephilim, sons of the fallen. That's who they say they are. This is from where the royalty came from in Europe, the bloodlines. And this is the group of people that run the planet. So getting into a big knot over whether or not the Donald gets into a giant, you know, blowout fight with the Supreme Court, with a Biden, who knows? I mean, it could happen. It doesn't make any difference. The same guys still run the planet. You know, Israel Mossad just went in last week and killed the top Iranian nuclear scientists. And now Iran is basically saying that they're going to basically attack Israel. Okay? Now, that's that's probably news you need to pay attention to. Because remember, they need another precipitating incident. Austin said this earlier. What's the incident going to be for them to pass all of these emergency things with these vaccines? <clears throat> what if Iran came in now because there's so much chatter. And what if it wasn't Iran? What if it's Israel came in and shut off our, our power grid in the United States? Right now, in the middle of all of this, and they blame it on Iran, and they go in and they just nuke the holy living yin-yang out of Iran. They take over that country too, but the power grid's down at the U.S. Guys, that's the extent of their resolve if they really want to do it. They have the ability to do that. So we have to ask ourselves a question, you know. Are you prepared for that? Do you have bottled water stored? Do you have food stored till the power grid comes back up? Do you have another source of electricity? Have you got your supplements lined up so you have to be able to take vitamins in case you have to eat storable food, which isn't that high in nutrient density? What is the extent of their resolve? Hey, they'll go out and kill half a million people in Dresden in one night. They did that. They'll kill a million Chinese with the takeover of China who were Christians. They've already done that. They'll kill 100 million people last century just to prove a point. The Kabbalists completely control all wars. They control pretty much all governments except for the governments of Syria, North Korea, and Iran here on this planet. 
Hence, these are the reasons that we have to say such bad things about these different countries all the time in our media because we're trying to justify us taking these people over too. The United States has troops all over the world, like over a 100 countries. And we're like, why are we doing this? Why are we policing the planet? Well, we are, along with Mossad, the henchmen for the international bankers. They're mercenary soldiers, so to speak, guarding the thousand square miles of poppy fields in Afghanistan. And now they're about to start producing huge amounts of methamphetamines from the ephedra plant over there and going through the channels of organized crime. This is what we need to pay attention to, not some stupid, bogus elections. Now, should we be mad about what they did with this blatant fraud? Absolutely, yes. But guys, I'm going to say it again. Until we form a grassroots level, we, we the people, and start talking about this stuff like I'm doing right now, it ain't going to change. Quite frankly, I've pretty much given up on the pansies in the pulpit. I, I have. I really have. The pansies in the pulpit are so compromised, it's unbelievable. We, from a grassroots standpoint, have to do this. Post this show everywhere. Join up with the ST Brower Instagram account. Do all you possibly can to get this information out, guys, because here's why. The real battle is not against flesh and blood, but against these principalities and all these things in these high places. This is what we have, an interdimensional battle that's going on right now, literally between good and evil. And it's funny how they always tell us these things. They always tell us in advance what they're going to do. Guys, they always try to warn us. Now we got all this chatter going on about the power grid. Guys, this is a major deal. Here in Florida, we've had power go out for a week at a time here at my house. But because we had generators and backup power, et cetera, et cetera, we were okay with all, all of this. But guys, in the event that we don't have those things to fall back on, it goes really bad and really dark and really kind of barbaric without power really, really fast. So all these things are happening around us right now in that spider web controlled by that central nexus of these wizards and warlocks and weirdos that run the planet. Continue to pray that God directs us and he guides us and he protects you and your family. I pray for you guys this morning. I appreciate you guys. Officer, what do you think, buddy? What's your first story? Yes, there's definitely something on the horizon significant. I mean, very significant. I don't know what it is. Dad doesn't know what it is yet. But there's definitely something brewing up. And there's a reason why they blatantly, fraudulently stolen an election that's not over yet and done it right in front of us. Remember, in order to remove and collapse a constitutional republic, you have to remove the faith in the whole aspect of what makes up the republic, and that's voting. That's being able to actually have a choice about who you hand over your power to, essentially, because it's a government by the people for the people. And this is the way it was originally built. And it was built very efficiently and very effectively. Because you've got to remember, back in the day, you had individuals like George Washington, you had Madison, and you had all these guys, <laughs> Andrew Jackson. These guys were right in the middle of the trenches all the time. They were the people, and they were part of the government, and they were the same ones on the ground fighting and standing for freedom. This is what it was all based on. Now you have these absolutely elite politicians that have no term limits in most cases, and they do whatever they want. 
They vote however they want. They bring themselves raises however they want. They exempt themselves from bills like Obamacare whenever they want. They're no longer part of the people. They're part of the elite. And that's what the bankers knew. That's why the bankers from England had to come over here and infiltrate them. That's exactly what they did. And this is what we're seeing now. And so the last final phase of collapsing a republic is removing the ability to have a free election. That's what it is. You can look at it throughout history. This is what they're trying to do right now. That's why it's so important. Everybody is consistently vocal about this. Now, Biden's in or Trump's in, either way, it's going to get wild. I can tell you that right now. But one thing I'm not okay with is I'm not okay with somebody walking up to me, grabbing my wallet off the table, putting it in their pocket, and turning around and walking away. And I go, bro, you just stole my wallet right in front of me. That's not okay. And they turn around and look at you and go, no, I didn't. I didn't steal your wallet. What are you talking about? You're crazy. It's a figment of your imagination. I'm like, dude, I'm looking at my wallet in your pocket. No, you're not. It's not there. You're nuts. That's fake news. Well, if somebody does that to me, the next thing that's going to happen is I'm going to be on top of them, you know, mounting them on the ground. That's what they're doing to us right now. They're blatantly stealing right in front of our face and saying, we have nothing to do with that. We have no idea what you're talking about. You guys are nuts. Go put a tinfoil hat back on. And that's what I'm not okay with. That's why I've been so vocal about it. But all these things, in my opinion, are done very specifically timed. You've got this COVID nonsense. You've got the Middle East just drama that's nonstop over there. You have this election fraud, blatant fraud. Now you have these groups like Antifa and the BLM terrorists that are on standby that are paid terrorists. Now we're starting to see numerous areas that are getting more and more of uh, Non-compliant. There's an incident now in New York. A New York City pub has now said they are declaring themselves an autonomous zone, which remember what Portland did or Washington did a while back. Oh, we're an autonomous zone up here now. You can't bother us. Except they did it on four square blocks and invaded all types of people's rights when it comes to city utilities. This guy has his own business that he's paid for. He said, I'm an autonomous zone. He goes, I'm refusing to abide by any more unlawful rules and regulations put forth by the mayor of New York and governor of New York. He goes on to say that they told him his liquor license has been revoked, but he said, at what point are we not okay with this anymore? He said, we're not paying it. The sheriff's department is issuing us a $1,000 fine every day. They keep coming back. We're still here. We're not letting them in. He said, we're not backing down. We're saying that basically my license is still on the wall. If the liquor license, if they want to come take it off the wall, I'm going to say to Governor Cuomo, you want to come down here, pull my license off the wall. Dear Bozo, you want to come out here, feel free, end up coming down here, and we'll end up having a conversation before you ever think about stepping foot on my property. I will not back down. i got to give this guy standing ovation in New York. Somebody's actually got some stones up there in that liberal state. This is what everybody needs to be doing across the country right now. I don't care what unlawful edict somebody puts forth. Nobody has the right to come in and say, you are not essential because I deemed you not essential and you do not have the right to work any longer. Nobody has that right, my friends. Nobody has that right because they want to come in and say, oh, it's safety because of COVID. We know it's complete and total crap now. This is what they're planning on doing all across the globe. And now, ironically enough, ironically enough, I just saw an article from Paul Joseph Watson, and this is why I've continually told everybody, stop buying from Amazon. I don't know how many times I have to yell that and how many people continue to give half their paycheck to Amazon every single month. 
Amazon now has gone on a worldwide record global hiring spree unlike the anything we have ever witnessed in the United States or the world. According to the report by the New York Times, Amazon has added 427,300 employees to their payroll since COVID, pushing its workforce to more than 1.2 million people, which is up 50% from the end of last year alone. Its numbers of workers now approach the entire population of Dallas. They're on average hiring 2,800 employees every single day. Now, what's crazy about this as well is that those numbers do not include the roughly 100,000 temporary workers that are recruited for the holiday shopping season, nor does that include the internal documents showing roughly 500,000 delivery drivers who are subcontractors and not direct Amazon employees. That means total, they are pushing 1.9 million people that they actually employ in some way, shape, or form. The amount of growth that Amazon has shown this year has only been beaten historically by one other point in time, and that was the plane and shipbuilding industry during World War II. That's it. No other point in time in U.S. history has there been this level of record employment poll as far as hiring spree ever in recorded U.S. history except for World War II with the shipyards and the plane building. And that was in the middle of a gigantic war when every single country pretty much there was somebody was descending in Europe. That's what Amazon is doing right now. So every time, everybody listen to me now, I want every single time, if you still go spend a dollar at Amazon, I want you to go look at Amazon. And I want you to remember that you are taking money that you could be spending at a local store, at a local company, even an online small company, and you are giving it to a banker and you're handing them your tithe. That's what you're doing. I'm letting you know that right now. You're giving them your penance. Here's my money, banker. I'm going to support you. Amazon is poised to be the global retail monopoly. I have said that for five years, and I will not stop saying that. And my numbers and the research and the articles has proved every time I've said that. Now, what's interesting about this, now I'm going to tell you guys what China did this year. And you guys already remember this story, but I'm going to expand on it further because now it's taken it a step further. This is exactly what's about to start happening here in the United States when they do their next stimulus plan because they're going to do one. They're going to do a huge one. 2020, we saw a $21 trillion global fiscal and monetary stimulus, $21 trillion globally. That global debt now is expected to be at roughly $277 trillion in global debt, which is 365% of the GDP per year in meaning this is, this is unpayable. So how does this work? How is it going to come next? How are we going to see them spin their way out of this? Well, the next step is obviously digital currency and exactly what we've been talking about. China coined it already. They set it up in April with one of the most advanced nation development rollouts of digital currency. It's been six years in the making. They started ramping up their digital currency in April. And by October, China launched one of the biggest real-world trials for its digital currency when the government in Shenzhen carried out a lottery to give away a total of roughly $1.5 million in U.S. dollars worth of digital currency. Nearly 2 million people applied for this lottery. 50,000 actually won. 
the winners were required to download a digital Renibi app in order to receive a red packet worth 200 digital won or $30, which you could spend. Here's the kicker. This is what I want you guys to listen to. This digital money they gave everybody. You were able to spend on 3,000 designated retailers in the Shanghai district, according to China Daily. The idea was to not only test the technology involved, but boost specific customer spending in the wake of the pandemic. In short, China not only subsidized the centrally planned economy by manipulating the supply side of the question, it now propped up demand by handing out digital currency to anyone and everyone. China's digital currency is to be controlled by the country's central bank and will be instantly made available to moments noted to anyone that can receive it. The successful test means that the broad rollout is in secondary phase planning now, meaning central banks around the world are now rushing to roll out the idea of issuing digital currency in October. The Bank for International Sediments and seven central banks published a framework for central bank digital currencies. They're saying, needless to say now, without any consumer-facing liability, because it's not a loan or a debt, the propensity to spend the digital currency is virtually instant and without limitation. After all, it's money that the central bank created out of thin air with, dats, with dots and dashes and can hand out to whoever they choose a form of massive universal basic income or unprecedented population control. That's what they're getting ready to do right now. That's why they're getting ready to get the phase planning out. Now, how do you factor this into what I just said? Amazon will be at the number one top of the list for where you can spend this money. If you have a company that you are not being a good little citizen, they're not going to allow you to accept digital currency. The incident that I just told you about in New York City, the one with the pub that declared they're an autonomous zone, interestingly enough, customers who they interviewed in there said that the individual that owns the bar is doing the right thing. They're saying that they're not charging for drinks. The owner is giving away drinks for free, and then people can pay in tips at the end if they feel like. One of the customers said he didn't pay for a single drink, but he left a $100 bill as a tip on a glass of water. And he said, I totally support what he's doing. I don't support this tyrannical nonsense they have in place. I am here to support him. Now, think about this for a second. In the next phase of these unlawful and unconstitutional COVID lockdowns, in the next phase of the digital currency to be rolled out in the near future, when they're going to make sure that everything starts going digital and you cannot use currency, that's going to be the next phase. How are you going to tip this guy in New York $100 for a glass of water when they've shut down his business effectively and basically tried to remove his virtual terminal. How are you going to do that? How are you going to give him money? Effectively, you're not, unless you've got gold or silver, which I always encourage people to have gold or silver, even junk silver, you know, the 90% coins. That's where this is going, guys. You can watch the writing on the wall, and sadly enough, so many people are still have their head in the sand. They want to walk around on the sidewalk by themselves with a face diaper on and ask permission if they can go do something and take a mask off. Can I, can I take my mask off, please? Can I have permission to open up my business? Can I have permission to leave my home after 9 o'clock? That's why I told you. I opted out of this months ago. We didn't participate in it. Now you have... In Western Australia, which Australia has been almost a poster child for draconian lockdowns and complete and total invasive maneuvers, West Australia, which, by the way, I will add, has virtually 
no COVID deaths and virtually no COVID cases in Western Australia right now. doesn't even exist at all. Even the flu doesn't exist right now. It's actually a very, very healthy country and a very healthy part of the country. They said now, according to the government in West Australia, starting December 5th, it will be mandatory for all West Australians to check in to public venues via contact tracing app. Premium Mark McGowan announced the government QR code app on Wednesday, saying contact tracing will be required at all public venues, including restaurants, bars, places of worship, cinemas, zoos, hotels, libraries, beauticians, the list goes on. These measures we've worked up with the industry over the last few weeks, and it's designed to ensure we have a proper register of people who visit these premises so they can be COVID safe and contact trace if we do have an outbreak here. We don't have any COVID, which is great, but we just want to be prepared in case we get an outbreak. The data will only be accessed in the event of an outbreak. Oh, yeah, I believe that. And we will only be accessing by health personnel. Yeah, I believe that too. A manual system will also be required to be put into place by December 5th for those that do not have the QR code app on their phone or businesses who choose not to use the app. For businesses who choose to use the app, the register and print their unique QR code, which will be placed at the entry of every single open venue. Customers who have previously downloaded the app would then scan the QR code with their smartphone on entry to automatically register their name, contact details, and time they attended the venue. Guys, West Australia just told everybody they're doing a COVID pass. That's what this is. This is getting everybody ready. This is getting everybody desensitized and prepped to the fact that you now have to come in and you have to sign in before you go into a store. You have to make sure your data is there and they know that you're there. And I'm sure this will not stop. Once draconian laws like this are put into place and individuals get put into power that have no business being into power, they never, ever relinquish their power again easily. Never. Be prepared for what's coming, my friends. And the more we stand up and do like what this guy did up in New York or what like Ian's done up at the fitness gym up in New Jersey and numerous other businesses have done all around the country, more and more people are going to continue to follow suit and stand their ground because we are in the last fight right now. This is a war on the United States, and it's about time everybody starts speaking their mind and standing up and stop wearing a submissive mask like you're some conquered slave and say, no, I'm not going to. Thank you and have a nice day. What do you think, Dad? Uh, I think that was a really, really good Discussion, also. I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm just listening to you, going, "Wow, this is good." I mean, and also, right. I mean, the only thing that's stopping this, the only reason they haven't done this a long time ago, is because of our Second Amendment of the United States. Period. And we were talking the other day. I was speaking with Austin and a friend of his, Chase, and we were talking about how they were raising the price of ammunition higher and higher and higher, and we're having massive shortages of ammunition now. Because they know that the way to control the guns is to control the ammunition. If a yep. round, a two-two-three round costs you twenty-five dollars, you suddenly don't want to go out and practice with your two-two-three, and eventually the ammo will just go. You know, will get too much corrosion in it, or too much water in it, or too much moisture, or whatever, and it's not going to work anymore. This is what they wanted to do now for decades and decades and decades. And they're in the midst of a full, complete, and total takeover of these cabalist bankers for the entire planet. 
to bring in their new world order, which I've discussed in depth, which Austin just discussed again. Now it's going to be a digital new world order, which we've known because you can't buy or sell. And, and basically, this this is where we are. And you know, and, and and just to basically you know put something together here as far as what they said, you know, Israel. This is from the Arutz A R U T Z Shiva News in Israel. Now listen to what they say. This is coming directly out of Israel. We won't force a vaccine, but here's what we will do. Health Ministry Director claims vaccines won't be forced, but Dr. Yal Zimelekaman says the Kesnet Committee, they'll understand themselves. Although Health Ministry Director Hezi Levy yesterday insisted to reporters that we won't force people to take a vaccine, Israeli law doesn't allow for it. Speaking before the special Kesnet Coronavirus Committee chaired by M.K. Yafet Shaslap Beaton, Sheba Medical Center Chief Medical Officer and Chief Innovation Officer Dr. Ela Zimelechman listed measures that are being planned, listen, that are being planned to maneuver the population into vaccinating as a, as a gay of re, way of gaining, regaining freedom of movement. The issue of how to motivate vaccine compliance has generated increasing interest with commentary such as Mike Shemovat's writing. Government won't force you to take vaccine. Amazon will. I'm supposed to say that again. Now listen to me. I also just said this with Amazon. Government won't force you to take vaccine. Amazon will. Airlines yep. will. And banks will. You won't be able to buy, sell, or trade without the vaccine. This is coming directly out of a major news source in Israel. As if underscoring Chernovich's words, Dr. Zivolachman told the committee, another thing that will apparently come into our lives starting in small numbers already in January, which is soon, and that's the vaccine. If we were discussing how to create motivation for Israeli citizens to vaccinate, I agree. You can't force the population. It won't work, but we can talk about what we could, but we, we can talk about it until tomorrow. It won't work. Guys, they're saying you will not be able to sell or trade without the vaccine. Does that not sound exactly like the book of Revelations? You will not be able to buy or sell without the mark of the beast. <laughs> I mean, I'm reading you right out of Tel Aviv and what they're saying they're going to do to their own citizens over there. So, guys, this is where we find ourselves. You know, <laughs> it's interesting, you know, uh, Pat Buchanan, who basically, uh, is, you know, is, is trying to be a patriot and continue to be a patriot and Newt Gingrich basically who I'm not sure about him at all because quite frankly Newt Gingrich I personally think is involved in a bunch of secret societies uh, he says this week Newt Gingrich 2020 election may be the biggest presidential theft since 1824 well I dug into this because I never really was familiar that much with the 1824 election since it was so long ago like 200 years ago and what this is, this is when Adams and Clay supposedly robbed Andrew Jackson in 1824 when it went to the House. Now, this is what Newt Gingrich is bringing up and talking about. But what they don't tell you about is that Andrews and, and you know, and basically and Clay were high-level Masonic leaders. And the United States was still being controlled via the Masonic lodges. Now, President Adams guy who actually won, this is the grandson of the first President Adams, or, or the, son, the son of the first President Adams, he basically passed a law prohibiting 
Freemasonry. Oh, yeah, he sure did that after he won that election because of the Freemason stranglehold in the United States, which are directly linked into Kabbalah and linked into the Zohar and linked into Zionism. President John Quincy Adams objecting to the oath of secrecy, in particular to keeping undefined secrets and the, to the penalties for breaking the oath, declared, quote, Masonry ought forever be abolished. It is wrong, essentially wrong, a seed of evil which can never produce any good. John Quincy Adams was not a Mason and had a sterling and irreproachable reputation. He was the last true patriot president before the usurpation of the United States via the Masonic Lodges. Whoa, because remember, Andrew Jackson, who basically paid off the national debt, I'll give him credit for that, you know, on the next election he won, but he was a high-level Masonic leader, Andrew Jackson. So this is where we find ourselves. And remember, the Masonic lodges could not be if it were not for the Kabbalah and the Zohar. I mean, Albert Pike said this. And their 30th degree ritual is basically completely tied together with the Zohar and the Kabbalah, which you renounce all Christian values and Christian principles. I covered that in a show I did the first week in January of 2020. If you guys want to go back to the archives, when I talked about Freemasonry and I talked about the Kabbalah and I talked about the Zohar and I talked about all of these crazy things that they're involved in as far as with their satanic religions. This is where we find ourselves. Go to, go to go to Washington, D.C., you go to the Rotunda, and you see all of the pagan gods up in the Rotunda. Not one picture of Jesus anywhere. Not one statue of Jesus Christ. Nothing. All pagan gods. And this is how these guys have worked together with Zionism and the Kabbalah to put us to where we are right now. You say, well, this all sounds crazy to me. Hey, you don't think I agree with you? It sounds absolutely crazy to me. And what's even crazier this week, I couldn't even believe this came out because of this globalist who said this, multi-millionaire Whole Foods CEO John Mackey okay, claims that capitalism is the greatest thing humanity has ever done and says it cannot be replaced by socialism, which impoverishes everything. Now, well, they're going to shut this boy down pretty quick, aren't they? Amazon will probably go with, oh, that's right, Amazon already did buy Whole Foods, didn't they? Yeah, just thought I'd mention that. So he's going to get slammed by his global handlers. Whole Foods CEO John Mackey, 67, has slammed those who criticize capitalism. Multi-millionaire claimed socialism as a path to poverty during an interview. Instead, grocery store bosses calling for businesses to adopt conscious capitalism and blame progressives for portraying businesses as inherently corrupt. Also claimed he has been heckled during several college talks and even disinvited. Well, we'll see what old uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos wants to say to him now that we know that Whole Foods is owned by Amazon. Guys, it's what Austin said earlier. They're setting everything up for digital currencies and for digital, how should I say, control of the entire planet. This is where we find ourselves. Austin, what do you think, bud? That's that's exactly what we're seeing right now, and I mean, again, then we're seeing further and further impacts on freedoms all around the world when it comes to free speech. I saw an article earlier. Now, Norway, their parliament has now come in and they have outlawed hate speech against transgender people. On Tuesday, they basically expanded their penal code, basically saying that 
If you're found guilty of hate speech, you can be fined up to a year in jail for private remarks and a maximum of three years in jail for public remarks. This is something that is, I mean, it's almost unprecedented to me that they that this is going this direction, but this is exactly what they want to do. This is why we've seen the political correct, you know, Gestapo, I guess you could say, <laughs> over the last 10 years in the United States, where they come in and it's just, you can't say this, you can't say this, you can't say this. The freedom of speech and the ability to travel freely unmolested on your way are two of the biggest rights they're trying to remove from the world right now, because they do not want people to be able to come in and pretty much live freely. That's really what it comes down to. And so, again, I just continue to appreciate and thank and support everybody that's going around and that's basically standing up for your rights, that's coming in and continually just speaking up the truth and continually just keeping your business open. So I want to thank everybody for that, Dad. What's your next story? I guess I lost Ted. I don't know where he is. Um, so oh, give I'm, me a I'm sorry, Austin. I'm, I'm sorry, Austin. I had my I had my microphone muted. I was just talking away. Thanks for coming back. The, the people in Sweden right now have got themselves in a mess. The entire country is pretty much run by the feminist lesbian group, and now a gay Swedish politician basically uh, has you know you know has taken leave after an ex partner is exposed as a pedophile. Now wait a minute. This is at the this is the top level of the Swedish government. Swedish Center Party member of the European Parliament, Frederick Federley, announced he would be taking a break from politics after his now former partner was convicted of a slew of child sex abuse charges. Mr. Federley published the announcement on his Facebook page, saying, "It is written on some sites now that a person who was previously close to me is convicted of extremely serious crimes." He goes, "I'm afraid that's true." So is this what we have now in Sweden? We have a group of basically liberals who run the country, who've allowed literally millions of immigrants to come into the country and basically corrupt the politics with these folks that are sexually compromised to the point now where people are being openly charged for pedophilia in Sweden, you know, who are involved with the auctions. See, this is what's happened with all of this stuff, guys. We've got, we've got ourselves in a situation where, you know, we don't know what to do in the United States with our politicians, but the same thing's also happening with what's going on in Sweden. And so here we are. By the way, Robert Kennedy has come out now and says the new COVID vaccine should be avoided at all costs. Now, he's got a few ideas here of why this is happening. He goes, he says the virus does exist like many other viruses. He says there are all types of cures that you could get if you do come down with the virus. And he goes that there are a lot of good doctors that are working with alternative treatment protocols. And he goes, but it is not a pandemic. He says it's contagious like the flu. And it says if you catch the virus, it doesn't mean you're going to die. Can it be prevented? Yes, there are all kinds of things you can do with your immune system, including vitamin D3, vitamin C, zinc, and all these different things as far as correcting all this. So, guys, here's where we are. We've got to ask ourselves a question. Are we going to allow them to come in and do a forced vaccination on any of us? And the answer is no. We're not going to do that. And nobody listening to this talk show on a regular basis is going to allow that to happen. Why? Because we don't want to be in a situation where we start having horrible, horrible, horrible side effects 
from the doggone vaccine itself. It's like glyphosate now. They're coming in now and they're telling people that dizzy spells could be a side effect of gluten sensitivity and all these other side effects associated with glyphosate toxicity. Dizzy spells, cleanliness, and falls could be a warning sign that your brain is being damaged by eating bread. Doctors say difficulties can be due to reaction to gluten. How about reaction to glyphosate, which is found in bread? Wheat is primarily is sprayed one week before harvest with glyphosate from the air with Roundup to dehydrate it, to basically force the kernel out to make a higher yield in the crop. This causes all types of problems, including dizzy spells, clumsiness, loss of balance and falls, and they're blaming all of this on basically gluten sensitivity. Now, there are people out there that are sensitive to gluten, even if it's organic, but they're very, very, very rare that this happens. Look up the symptoms of basically chemical poisoning from glyphosate. They include reduced urination, cough, diarrhea, drowsiness, falling. <laughs> there we go. Swallowing difficulty, breathing difficulty, nausea, vomiting, esophageal inflammation, blood and vomit, stomach inflammation, blood and urine, reduced blood pressure, increased blood potassium level. This goes on and on and on. Respiratory failure, kidney damage is one of the primary ones. So, guys, if you're going to eat bread, if you do it occasionally and it's not organic, whatever, it's not healthy for you no matter how often you do it. But if you are going to do it, do it very rarely and only eat organic bread and pastries if you're going to eat pastries. This is so very important because if you don't, what's going to happen is you're going to massively increase your risks of glyphosate toxicity and glyphosate poisoning. By the way, Donald Trump basically came out in an article today with Breitbart. He says, we don't have freedom of the press in this country. We have suppression by the press. Now, what I find fascinating about that is the same press he's talking about, the Rothschild banking cartel controlled press that owns 95% of the press, is the same press that has been slamming him for the past four years, but they're also the same folks that paid off all of his bills when he filed bankruptcy back in 89 with Wilbur Ross. So again, we have both sides of the narrative creating as much maximum chaos as we possibly can. So that's where we find ourselves right now in the United States. Austin, go ahead and finish it up, bud, and I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll, I'll write it right up. And guys, I appreciate you guys, and thanks so much for listening today. Yes, thank you again for the continued support. Be sure to check out the website, Cyber 10, today's special only till today, Monday at midnight tonight. So, again, thank you for the support and continue to just keep getting this information out to my friends. Forward our show. If, if our show's too intense for some people, then send them some of the articles that we talk about that are on our website every day. But it is so important that we continue to get the truth out there because it's just, it, it, this is a full-blown inflammation war. I mean, you see what we're seeing on Twitter. You see, I talk to people all the time. I know a lot of people in the industry, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, I mean, blocking anything and everything. They're getting poised up for something really, really big. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be a culminating series of events. Now, I talked to Dave Hodges about that years ago, and we had said the same thing. 
numerous other people I know that used to be involved heavily in the military, they said in order to take down a country as large and as sizable as the United States, it's going to have to be a rapid onset of events back to back to back to back to back. Even one singular event like COVID is not going to bring America to its knees. A lot of people are standing up now. This is what we saw happen on 9-11 to make 9-11 so effective. You had the shock value with the first tower getting hit, then the second tower getting hit, and then the alleged plane that went into the Pentagon that basically never showed up. You know, that that we saw was just rockets and missiles and everything. And so this is what we're seeing all over the place now as far as all these individual events. So, again, it's so important. Continue to get the information out there. Thank you again for the support of Health Masters. Let us know if you need anything at all. 1-800-726-1834. Remember, it's up to us on how we want this to go. It comes down to our consent, what we're willing to give up. You do not have to freely give up your business. You do not have to freely give up your right to travel. You do not have to freely give up your right to wear a mask as far as, you know, basically you can suck down your own CO2. So thank you again for the support. Have an awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.